This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to The Aftermath. With me today, I have producer Amanda Lund. I put on jeans for this. Oh, boy. <laughs> fact checker Chris Smith. I'm wearing just gray pants. That's right. Slacks. We're all wearing pants. I'm wearing jeans. J. Crew slacks, yeah. Yeah. He went formal. <laughs> but I wear those in a casual manner. Like, I don't wear those formally. If that Are you sense. really wearing slacks? I am, yes. 100%. It's, uh, but I wear those, don't, I wear them casually. He Rebecca, doesn't wear a belt. He doesn't wear a belt. So it's more like a chino for you. <laughs> yes. I don't know what the material is. What's the difference between a chino and a slack? A chino is what he's wearing. Okay. It's not, a, a slack is a little bit more slick, if they're, that makes they're sense. They're not pleated. They're flat in the front. Are they shiny? Kinda. <laughs> 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 they have a slight shine. That's true. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a, a day in quarantine and sometimes you gotta, you gotta up it up a little bit to feel good. Am I right? Absolutely. I feel like I'm, I've rapidly aged over yeah. the last two weeks. First of all, I, I decided to put on uh, some diamond earrings because Beautiful. I thought to myself, you know, they're just going to waste. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a bit morbid, but if anything happens, I'd like them to be on me. That makes sense. Yes. 
So why don't we dive in and talk about uh, some responses, some messages we got first about the Game of Thrones episode that came out on Tuesday. Well, I'm dying to hear this. And actually, Matt's been asking me, he's like, what, what is the alarm saying? And I said, I don't know. Rebecca's going to tell me on Wednesday. So a lot of people have reached out uh, saying that they really enjoyed the episode. We had someone reach out on Instagram. It was Paul B. Nixon. Do you guys think it's uh, he's related to the Nixon? It has to be. Yeah. I, I'd say maybe a, a nephew. So Nixon's nephew reached out and he said, he asked, uh, thank you for another good episode, but in sending the fan entitlement to the alarmist jail, I think you overlooked the prophecy of the show. It wasn't just plot points that moved. They had seasons built around the prophecy of John and the prince that was promised. Cersei to be killed by her younger brother. Both brothers were younger than her. Arya and the faceless men and bronze magic all of which came to nothing so mm. i think he's saying that uh we should have put uh, a little bit more blame on the showrunners for not giving uh the, the prophecies not fulfilling the prophecies that they promised is do, do you think that's what he's getting at yeah, now some of those prophecies were from the books and actually never appeared in the television show. Mm. I believe. So I um, the Cersei one was in there. Um, I don't know if all of these ones cited were in there. John and the Prince that was promised. That one may have been in there, but I know that all not all the prophecies from the books showed up in the show. But yeah, we didn't touch on the prophecies at all. And that was something that was a really hot topic during the final season because people were using it to make assumptions about how the show was going to end. Could you blame Tyrion for killing his sister, uh, Cersei? Maybe, right? I mean, he was... It was his... Wasn't it his idea to... Have them go to the crypt... It, it, he he was the one who had set up the, the escape, escape route, route right. that ended up not uh, not oh. coming about. That's where they ended up dying. I mean, I, I think you could probably. I would probably blame Daenerys and the dragon more than I would blame Tyrion. Right? Yeah, or, but I guess there's a case to be made. I mean, this is how prophecies are. A lot of the time, you can kind of retrofit things to. Make them make sense. <laughs> you a uh, part-time prophet yourself, Amanda? You sound like yeah. you have some experience. Well, with it. I read the the horoscopes in the LA Times every day. <laughs> and how's that going for you so far? There is always a seed of truth in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I read one to Matt and I read one to the cat too. <laughs> oh, just does... so you know, just so you know, um, my dad used to write horoscopes uh, for uh, Spanish radio. As a side gig. Really? Yep. Yep. He has no real knowledge of them. He would just make them up. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> incredible. I want to know where he got his inspiration. Um, I, I will have to talk to him. We'll have to interview him. <laughs> but I also am a fan of horoscopes. What what was uh, Margot's horoscope today? I don't remember what hers was today. I think it now they're all sort of coronavirus tinged without being directly about it. They're like, you're going to want to do something today. But sometimes the best thing you can do is contemplate. 
<laughs> it's like different ways of telling people to stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a walk around your house is just as good as going out to a concert. <laughs> it's just like you will, if you leave the house today, you will die. <laughs> so to Paul's point, I don't think that really changes our, you know, who we sent to jail. I don't think it changes the verdict. Um, I understand. And again, it was something that maybe it, it kind of doubles down on our decision to send the fans because, you know, why are they holding on to these prophecies? It's like, I, I, I get it. You know, someone said it was going to happen. So hopefully it'll happen. If you take if you show a gun in act one, you better use the gun later on, you know, yeah. as they say. But <sighs> Again, that, that, that goes hand in hand with the verdict. Agree. I agree. Okay, so why don't we now play a, a voice memo from one of our listeners in, uh, I believe he's in London. His name is uh, Pablo, and he had some thoughts about... Is Pablo the only guy with this number? Because wasn't this the guy who, who, who dialed in last time? Yes. Well? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Pablo has left us a few voicemails. But I want to say thank you, Pablo. What, what are the rest of you doing? Good Let's question. get those voicemails going. Yes. Well, let's pa hear Pablo's Pablo uh, the Pied Piper. Follow him. <laughs> How do? At Pablo Bonzo on Twitter here. I uh, sent a missive not that long ago in regards to Megxit. Uh, just trying to touch base in regards to the coronavirus. And I know you in America are having an election right now, and we had one not that long ago over here in England. And I was just wondering if we and you had had more of a socialist style of government, would this have helped, considering that both of our um, considerably right-wing governments are now implementing socialist policies? Uh, oh, thank you for your interest, and I appreciate your input. Thank you for your time. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a trademark now. Yeah, yeah he sure does. So he wants to know how we feel uh, if we think this, if we had more of a socialist leaning government, if that would have helped us with coronavirus. I mean, it's hard to tell. He's, Obviously, I know Chris has a lot of thoughts about that. He, I was just going to say Pablo is, is sort of asking for us to sort of do a preemptive alarmist episode about the uh, coronavirus mm, crisis and he's and he's suggesting uh i guess a what what would what is i guess the free markets uh effect on healthcare i think is to blame oh interesting isn't that kind of the what you assumed like what he was the way he was framing it yeah, I th I thought he was he I guess I thought he wanted my opinion, but I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I, well, I mean, instinctually you think that yeah, having universal health care, a more socialist leaning system would help because people wouldn't have to worry about medical their medical needs. I know there was talk, I don't know if this ever actually happened, but that some people were reluctant to, you know, go to the hospital because if they didn't have insurance or this or that, you know, which might have caused it to spread a little faster. But I think now um, most the government has said that all coronavirus related treatment is going to be covered. I mean, and at the time, they're just really you couldn't really go get a test if you wanted to anyway. So we'll have to kind of wait and see how this all plays out and how it affects um, different places in the world with different healthcare setups. I agree. I think it's one of those 
uh, issues where we're going to have to wait and see. Right now, it feels like it's possible that it could have helped. Um, but there are other countries in Europe who are also having a hard time who also have socialist, more socialist leaning governments. So time will tell. And we'll have to put this on the list for an upcoming episode when everyone feels a yeah. little bit more comfortable talking about it. Maybe in a decade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did it's you guys... Be- oh, sorry. Shout out to SAG after a healthcare who slashed their premiums in half. I don't know if you guys are on oh, SAG really? after, but for this month, they I got an email saying the premiums, they're cutting them in half, which is really nice. Wow. I'm actually on the WGA. I just switched oh, over. Oh, so. well, there you go. That's even better. And they're free. Yeah, they're no, free. Pre- no premiums. That's, a, no premium. that's amazing insurance. Now, we also got another email from uh, a listener who wanted to talk about the Siegfried and Roy episode. Now, this is Catherine O'Brien, and she says, while listening to the Siegfried and Roy Tiger episode, I feel that one major entity wasn't given its due blame. You never really mentioned the audience, both Mm. the specific audience that night paying money and the more generalized audience as a whole. Our collective desire to pay and see the trained wild animals as pure entertainment. Now, uh, I think this is actually pretty timely. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of you have uh, watched uh, Tiger King on Netflix. (laughs) Um, of course, let's make the distinction. Tiger King is very different than what happened with Siegfried and Roy. But is it? I mean, yeah, I don't know if it's that it's that different. I mean, they're yeah, different levels of people. But there's there's some similarities there for sure. I mean, the outfits were similar, right? The, the sequence. Yeah, the outfits were very, very similar. <laughs> Well, there was a, probably a level of training, too, with Siegfried and Roy that was more intensive, I think, right? Like, the the Tigers were trained in, in that um, show, Tiger King, but not to the extent, I don't think, of... Like, I don't these. think those Tigers were trained. It's not like they were doing tricks. They were just kind of roaming around. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah. think they were trained for, like, photo ops, but not to do actual circus tricks. Um, but... Yes, I I think she brings up a good point where, you know, are are we as an audience, do we have some kind of responsibility uh, to not engage or pay money or exacerbate the um, the 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 cruelty of animals or I, I should just say what what it is to live in captivity Right. Well, I do. I do rem- recall us putting a woman with perfume on the board. <laughs> Remember, there was some scapegoat right. that they tried to blame the incident on a woman wearing strong perfume in the third row. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, so, the woman with the big hair. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, we touched on this, but we didn't go take it far enough. So I agree that you, the audience is also culpable because it's a supply and a demand. Yeah, and and I'm I'm guilty of having gone to SeaWorld in my life. I've been to zoos. I paid money for that. I used to go to the Seaquarium in Miami all the time. Um and now I'm I'm starting to rethink all of those decisions going forward. What about you guys? 
For me, it's a slippery slope. Like once you start to think about, and not not to say that, of course, there are different. Um, there are, I mean, w- what are the morals and ethics around sort of um, cap- captive animals? Um, because once you go there, well, then if it's morally bad, then shouldn't we also not be uh, eating the animals? And if that's morally, you know what I mean? And then, and then should we all be vegan? So um, to, to me, it's like a, more, a slippery moral sl- slope. And not to say that I, I'm like um, advocating on the behalf of uh, people putting an- wild animals in cages. In fact, I think the opposite. I don't think animals should be uh, hunted. I don't think they should be um, in small cages. Uh, I don't know how I feel about sanctuaries, but um, I don't know. I, yeah, it's just, but it, but it also just becomes a little weird. Like, okay, so we're just gonna like what not have some animals captive, but have some other animals captive. How do we make these decisions? It becomes really uh, sticky, I think. Yeah, I'm generally uneasy with zoos, um, although I do love uh, Orlando's Wild Animal Kingdom theme park. (laughs) Where you get on a a Jeep? Yeah, you you get get to to do a little safari. And I know that they ran into issues as well as far as their treatment of the animals, but I think there's a general consensus that it's pretty... It's pretty well done, um, but it definitely seems like we don't need these little, um, quote, zoos like the one Joe Exotic was running in Tiger King. That just seems completely 100% wrong to me. It's like put a zoo like on the on each coast and one in the middle, and you got to drive to go to the zoo and make them really big and really nice. <laughs> and it's like a destination. It's like not everyone gets to go see the Grand Canyon. You got to make a trip to go and do it. There doesn't need to be a zoo in every city. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm with you. I, I, I kind of agree with that. I, I would tend to agree with that. That's a nice ideal. But then uh, how do you get to be the city to have the zoo? I mean, that's a, it's a big moneymaker. Are you telling San Diego that they can't have a zoo, but L.A. can? I mean, No, but well, isn't that a problem that, that it, the zoos are moneymakers? I mean, yeah. the way I think about zoos is like, oh, it's nice to go to a zoo and be able to see an animal for like education purposes. You know, if, you, if I had kids, I would love to take them to see an elephant. Uh, but... As 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 a a, um, a money making situation where you like get to take a photo with a tiger and post it on your social media, that doesn't feel the same to me. Yeah, I agree. All right. Me too. But I think there's maybe a some sort of episode in here somewhere. Um, as far as zoos and animals, I don't know what exactly the disaster would be. Oh, what be. about that time when that woman uh, dropped her son in the monkey <gasps> oh. in that gorilla cage and the gorilla like protected it? Oh, yes. <laughs> but then they, they shot the gorilla with the trank, a trank gun, right? Wasn't there, there have been a couple like zoo tragedies. I think a couple kids have fallen into like tiger cages and things. So <laughs> I, I think that could be a really interesting episode. Also, a, a woman recently, I thought she, she was trying to get a photo and she fell in, right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll I'm look sure into it. she did. <laughs> now, we had another listener reach out. She listened to the Poop Cruise episode. And the poop, uh, it turns out that she had um, actual friends who were working on the poop cruise. She worked a, a, sist- a sister cruise at the time. And uh, I asked her if her friends were okay. It sounded like a crazy experience. This is uh, Erica Amber um, on Instagram. She reached out. Yeah, she says, yeah, everyone was fine. They all really bonded. And some of them are really close with the passengers still. Did you read about the band called Lifeboat 11? It was formed by the group of crew members who were assigned as lifeboat personnel to that lifeboat after the guests had all been in the in the muster station and were getting restless. A bunch of the guys brought instruments out and played music for them even before or after their shifts. Uh, and she says that you can Google, Google it and there's actual YouTube footage of it as well. Um, so mm-hmm. I thought that was some interesting insight for uh, aboard the poop cruise. Okay, so it wasn't all bad. I got. We should check out their. Should I Google their music and see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you can play a snippet if you like it. Let me see. <laughs> maybe I'll put it. I'll put it as our outro music. Yeah, <laughs> I don't sue me if it's probably we don't have the rights to it, but I'm sure they'll be appreciative of the promotion. <laughs> yeah. Well, I-, I thought that was so interesting that. Um, there were, first of all, art, art came out of it. You know art what? Comes out of the worst situations. Totally. It's true. Um, similar to the, to reminded me of the quartet that continued playing on the, on the Titanic, right? That's yes. right. Oh, how beautiful. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck this. I'm using my cello as a floating device. <laughs> but... But no, they stayed on and played. That's like uh, us yeah. podcasting while the ship goes down. 
Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> Amanda's trying to get the edit, upload the, uh, yeah. the edit. <laughs> I got to publish it. <laughs> we would. I mean, that would be so alarmist. And finally, we've had the most responses ever about a, my mispronunciation of McLean's. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, uh, now I mispronounce. I've mispronounced a lot of words on this podcast. That is one hundred percent true. But McLean's has really struck a chord with our audience. Now, one of the emails I got was from Carrie, who uh, reached out uh, uh, via email, and she says. Um, hi, I'm from Canada, and McLean's is Canadian. It's not pronounced the way you, you are pronouncing it. It is uh, Mick and Lean, as in the word, oh, Lane. <laughs> <laughs> McLean. She, she it, I, somehow, I just can't say this word. It's McLean and uh, Carrie, I'm so sorry. Canada, I'm so sorry. Please take this as my formal apology for mispronouncing McLean's. It's McLean's. Are you sure? Okay, so, and how did the doctor tell us to say it? Uh, no, no. This, you're thinking of the university. Oh. McLean's was a, a website it's I Canadian referenced. News oh. <laughs> and what was the university that you also said wrong? That we were all saying wrong? Oh, uh, that was the Australian uh, Macquarie. Macquarie. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I called it Mac- Macquarie's. Macquarie's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what can you do? But okay, well that's good. Yeah, we you know people stay on top of it. Yeah, they they love to let me know when I say things wrong, and I appreciate it. It's part of the fun. And uh, as a, as a gesture of good faith to our uh, our Canadian friends, I also want to say to all of our American listeners um, when you want to imitate a canadian saying about don't say a boot say a boat because that's the way they say it they say and picture instead of a boot like the shoe boot and picture a boat like the thing that goes on water like on a poop cruise a boat so when you want to make when you want to make it like you're talking like a canadian say a boat thank you chris they'll really appreciate canada canada (laughs) i'm sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the emails flood in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this has been it's been great, you know, checking in with everyone and seeing how everyone's doing uh, during the quarantine. I think for us, thank goodness we're healthy and we're staying safe and we're staying inside. And the minor frustrations and boredoms that we get, I, I feel like we're in good spirits. Here at The Alarmist, we are in good spirits. And in this time, it's good to remember that the boredom is a luxury. and Not a lot of people can be bored right True. now. True. Certainly thank not you the healthcare, healthcare workers. Yeah. yeah. And thank you to uh, everyone who's... And, and our supermarket uh, workers. Oh, My yes. goodness. And, and our delivery people. Delivery drivers. Yeah. Postmates, yeah. delivery drivers. What we do without you. Hang in there. Thank you so much. My anxiety levels are slowly coming down thanks to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and since we do have all of this extra time, I think it's important that we all log on to our Apple Podcasts <laughs> or 
(laughs) wherever you listen to podcasts and you rate, review, and subscribe. It's really important to us because that's how we get on some lists, Amanda. Is that how it works? So I'm not exactly sure it's a mysterious algorithm, but when you rate and review um, and you leave a five-star rating and you type in a little review, it helps the show become more visible on the Apple podcast charts. It helps us grow our audience, which is how we get we are able to support the production of The Alarmist because this show, there's three of us. We all put in a lot of work um, and we have a research assistant, Malin, who is super helpful. But we do, we all, you know... From the research that Rebecca and Malin do to the post-production that I do to all the recording sessions that we all participate in, um, the only way that we can keep going is if you all, the Alarmy, band together and rate and review and tell your friends about the show because that is the best way to um, spread the word and help us build our Alarmy. And if we see that you tweeted us and put the word out or do a post on Instagram, we always notice that and it means so much to us. Um, And we'll make sure to give you a little thank you and a little like because that's, that's so helpful. Totally. Thank you for all of you who have done that. And here's a recent... Uh, review that we got on uh, our Apple podcast. It's from Suze555. And she says, during this quarantine, I love this podcast even more. I can't listen to my regular depressing true crime podcasts anymore. So this one satisfies my disaster fascination and my need to laugh and be light right now. When Rebecca in the intro says, not on my watch, I say it along with her, and it makes me laugh every time. Wow. (laughs) And near my God to thee at the end also makes me smile, too. Love, love, love. We love, love, love you, Suze555. Thank you so much for your review, and I'm glad that you're joining us in stopping bad things from happening again. History will not repeat itself, not on my watch. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for tuning in stay tuned next week we have a very special Easter week episode coming out Yeah, uh, we will be doing the death of Jesus Christ the big one yeah, yeah. it's a big dog big JC that is, that is a big dog and please if you guys have something to say if you have a response to one of the episodes give us a ring at our toll free Erios hotline that's 844 844- Three seven zero eight six four three. That number is in the show notes. Or if you're too nervous to leave a voicemail, record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us. That way, you can do it as many times as it takes. Yep, that's how Pablo did it this time. So very smart. We're we're getting e- our emails are working. See you next time. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Stay safe. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.